Welcome to the Visionaire Edit Podcast, where we hear the stories and journeys of trailblazers, game changers, and tastemakers, where vision, power, and purpose meets conversation. Hosted by myself, Vanessa Rokais. Let's get started. Oh my God, people, I have an amazing episode for you today. I can't wait to get into it. We have none other than our wellness sister friend, Fifi DeFreitz. I cannot wait. Let me tell you a bit about her. Fifi DeFreitz is a qualified kinesiologist, aromatherapist, alchemist, and holistic therapist who has been facilitating healing for more than 14 years. She has set out to do research, train, practice, and immerse herself in the ancient root cause of pain, disease, and how to conquer and transmute it. Her method of training the body to train itself has enabled hundreds of people to achieve incredible wealth of wellness for themselves. Welcome to the Visionaires Edit Podcast, Fifi. I'm so happy for you to be here today, girl. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having (laughs) me, Vanessa. Thank you so much. So I've known Fifi for quite a while now because um, she came to speak at one of my events. She's amazing, but we're going to get into it because I need you to know her story, her journey as well to inspire others. So tell me, my first question to every guest is tell me about a quote or a mantra you live by. Uh, The impossible means I am possible. That That is the thing that has been showing up for me for the last two months, but really the last month, things that I've been struggling with for a very, 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 very long time, because now I am in alignment, I've cleared space, I'm vibrating higher, I am focused. Vanessa? <laughs> Vanessa? Yes! Family, I'm, I'm bugging my eyes. You can't tell, but, but you know, because if it's audio, you can't tell, but I'm v- bugging my eyes because <laughs> things have been just flowing and melting away things that I've been struggling with for like weeks and months and that's amazing I am possible that's really what impossible means it's just a squished up version version right I love it I love it so a bit about yourself because I've already introduced you said what you've done in how many years but how did you get into holistic um, healing aromatherapy kinestology yeah So for me, uh, part of it is genetic, absolutely, because my mother's mother, Granny Bucky, she (laughs) is very much an herbalist, you know, a medicine woman, and she's a pharmacist as well, which is quite intriguing. So she has it on both sides, right? Allopathic Mm. and, um, you know, natural as well. Mm. So there's that. I've always been experimenting since I was small I used to get in trouble because I would like don't use deodorant I'd be using other stuff and then I'd be stinking but I'm I'm experimenting right like trying natural things and all these type of things and as I got older um, I really began to notice like when I would delve into like essential oils and certain natural lotions and stuff I would make a difference in how I felt And the thing that really revved it up was that when I came to this country, I was 14. And at that age, there was a taster course over the summer for London College of Beauty and Therapy. Oh, okay. I fought to get in. They, they didn't let me in and I fought, I was writing letters and everything at 14. My pen was smoking, honey, right? I fought (laughs) to get in. And then I got in. And I was like, oh, this is nice. You know, they taught us a little something, something, makeup and things for six weeks. 
Yeah. Then when I went to college, I wanted to be in law because I used to love to argue a lot. So I thought I I'd be that. a good lawyer, right? So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll be a good lawyer. But <laughs> the first year, I realized that they didn't have enough um, support for me. Like I'm not yeah. somebody that if I'm learning something, I need support. And so yeah. don't just leave me out here. Yeah. So yeah. after one year, I was like, this isn't going to work out. I'm going to fail. And when I go to university, I'm going to fail more because yeah. I'm going to have even less support. Exactly. So I went right back to LCBT and they had therapy courses. So you could do like massage aromatherapy and things like that. And so I went in and I chose that route right? Amazing. Yes. Yes. So I learned the, you know, the basics of the aromatherapy. I learned about skincare. I learned about, um, you know, these treatments like galvanic, ferratic, um, uh, epilation, waxing, what? full beauty therapy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So why do you feel like um, beauty therapy, oh, like holistic treatments are so important in this day and age? Honestly, I believe that the relationship with oneself is first and foremost. And the reason that mm. we're in a lot of trouble now is because we are divorced from ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're in entanglements. We're in others. entanglements. With others. <laughs> we're divorced from ourselves. We're entangling with others, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> So um, right now, it is forcing us back to self. And it is very painful universally for a lot of people because there's a lot of things that they need to confront that they haven't had the ability to confront. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize that that is where the gift is. Yes. Sis. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the same thing you're running from. And, and for a lot of us, it's childhood or adolescence. Very, very rarely do I see people where it's after, right? Yeah. Like, oh, something big happened in my 20s. Very, very rarely. Mostly the seeds yeah. are in childhood and adolescence. And that is what we need to face to uproot. Because when you uproot it, you make space for everything else. Gems, just dropping gems. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love this. So, mm. what is so? What exactly is kinesthetology? Kinesthetology. Don't bite your tongue, Vanessa. Take it I know. Please take say it, it for me. Take it small talk. Kin easyology. Kins. Yes, kin that one. easy kin. <laughs> Easyology, kinesiology. Okay. Yeah, right? that one. Where exactly is it? All right. So, kinesiology is an ancient commission science uh, that was actually, you know, studied by the Greeks for more than forty-four years and then brought to Greece. Right. So, a lot of times it's attributed as a Greek science, but it's not. If you do the research. Yeah. It was actually commissioned. They had to study it more than 44 years oh. in order to get the grasp of it of and it. to bring it back. And what it is, it's really the study of people. Yeah. It's a study of people. And so you use the limbs of the body, so the arms and the legs particularly, to test out the health 
of the organs and the systems in the body. So wow. you're talking about all the organs and you're also talking about um, electrically seeing if there's enough electricity in the body. Mm. You're also talking about um, emotionally, nutritionally, structurally, and spiritually. You can tell all that from your body. Yeah. Let me say this. Doing tests like... Sis, let me tell you something. If I had only studied kinesiology, I would... I'd be straight. Wow. Understand that. Like I've studied many, many things. I've studied um, aromatherapy. I've studied tension, my neural syndrome. I've studied many, many things. That deals with how you hold tension in the body and what injuries tell you, right? Yes. Kinesiology. I did the the, uh, foundation and the advanced, right? And let me say this. You could be where you are, Vanessa. Yeah. This is a part of my therapy as well. I do distant healing. I have clients oh. all over the world. No way. Way, 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 way. Now, okay. just as an example, last week, I have a client that comes here with his son every week for the next, we have two more sessions left, I think. And okay. he was upstairs and I was downstairs with his son. And on his son, I tested him. Seriously? And then we, we came back up with his remedy. Like, here you go. This is what you need. Really? And his son was in shock because the son was betting me. He was like, because the son's young, you know. He goes, yeah. um, Fifi, I bet you that dad needs the same thing that I need. I said, I bet you a thousand pounds that he's going to show up <laughs> for something completely different. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah. So he needed like, say, large, the boy. And yeah. his dad showed up for something completely different. And the oh, son no. was like, how could he show up for something different when you're using me? I said, because you are being his surrogate. Oh, girl. Let's get more into this. I'm like, so what sort of problems or issues do clients normally have when they come to you? Okay, so typically, um, the first thing that I want to make crystal clear is that uh, most of us are divorced from our head and our bodies. So the, <laughs> we're either living in one or the other. Okay. Okay. So most people live up here. So when things are happening in their body, so they'll say to me, you know, I have this back pain and I think it's because I fetched something. And I'll say, okay. And then I would have an inaudible conversation with the body. So while I'm testing them, I'm quite antisocial. I don't talk a lot when I'm testing. So as I'm testing the body, the body is giving me the answers. And a lot of times they're in shock because they're saying, how could I show up, for example, for a remedy called Aspen? Aspen deals with fear, right? Mm. Um, how could I show up for Aspen? I'm not in fear. I said, mm-hmm. well, you don't think you're in fear, but the body is telling me something completely different. So I don't yeah. even business what you say. I'm just letting you know what the body say. <laughs> yes. Because we're not in relationship with our body anymore. And we're so you know, we have to put on a front, especially our people. We have yeah. to always have this mask on yes. doing this balance of like, you know, if you're a man, you must come across too scary. So you have to dim the masculinity. If you're a woman, you can't come across as um, assertive because then you're angry and you're aggressive, right? So yep. there's a suppression happening, which then suppresses how we read what's happening in the body. Oof. 
Yes, girl. This is always drop these gems. I need it. I need it. So tell our listeners, how did your upbringing in any way to get into this field? I know you spoke a lot about your grandma, but did you, Mm -hmm. I know you said you went from law. What else kind of contributed to you becoming this holistic therapist? Okay. So um, there's a lot of things that uh, families deal with that they don't like to speak about. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why I dropped out this way, whereby I want to talk about everything that's happening. And, you know, when you're outnumbered and outgunned and things are, you, you can't address things, you then have two choices. It's either you begin to go inside to reformat yourself because you recognize where you could end up if you don't address certain things or you become just like everybody else and you shut down. So for me, I tried the shutdown method about six months. It didn't work. Okay. Didn't work (laughs) at all. And so um, I recognized that a lot of the things that I would see people doing in my life wouldn't make sense to me, but I knew they were doing it because it gave them something, even if it's not good. People yeah. don't do things for no reason. It this might be feeding something that they don't even, they're unconscious about, you know? So for me, you know, when I came over here, it offered a different freedom because growing up in Guyana, you have access to a certain limited amount of things. Mm-hmm. And my aunt was a police that raised me, right? So my oh, parents well. came to England at a, they came when I was six, my brother was three. So my aunt mm-hmm. raised us, right? And yeah. my godmother at first, and then my aunt took over. And nice. so what tends to happen is there was a lot of focus on education, education, education. And mm. because I was a very mischievous child, I was not an easy child to deal with. It meant <laughs> that my constraints were very, very narrow. Yeah. You, couldn't, you, co- you can't do nothing because they're like, <laughs> you are out of control. You're wild. <laughs> And so when I came here, it offered a new freedom because I could just go to the shop and take take a couple pounds and buy something, buy oil, buy this, buy that. And I would recognize the effect that it was having on me. Yes. The effect that it would have on people. So for example, you know, if somebody close to me, if I give them a massage with like lavender and lemon or something like that, Mm -hmm. I would notice like for two days, they 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 would even out. Mm. and they go right back to crazy and so I recognize <laughs> that this is something that you need to keep up right <laughs> that's good. at least you can recognize it that's the important thing that's why you're the specialist and we're not <laughs> girl I'm only the specialist because I've been through a lot don't get it twisted you know it's not because I read a lot or I'm well papered it's because yeah. I- experienced a lot so I really am able to tell you exactly what is happening you know what I mean because you yes you interface with people if you have that stoicism whereby you don't let anything mm. in I don't think you can be effective that way yeah of course I definitely feel like that so what mm-hmm. are some of the challenges you faced like, early on in your career and how did you beat them Okay, so the first challenge I faced was when I was, I think I graduated LCBT at about 19. Mm-hmm. And at about 21, you know, my dad was always in my early days, like, you know, Fee, you need to make products, you need to do this, you need to do that. But it's easier said than done when you don't see anybody doing anything around you in that way, you don't have the confidence. Yeah. So you know what happened to me? In, in fact, 
I waited so long to get the confidence to do it. By the time I started doing it, my dad was no longer interested. Like at first, he was ready to pay for everything. He was like, I'll buy the bottles, I'll buy the... When I did jump into it, crickets, because man must have been tired of me by the time then, like he's been telling me for years. So yeah. when I got my first business cards, I must have been about 20, 19, 20, and mm-hmm. he said, um, massage therapist. And um, I never understood why when I would go networking and stuff, you know, the men would give me a, <laughs> I thought it was because they wanted massages. Well, well, turns out, you know, they had yeah. a little different connotation yeah, I, I, in mind. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't know. That's tell you how I'm new sometimes. Sometimes I'm so green. And what ended up happening is that somebody got my, um, my business card. And then I started getting calls asking me for girls at night. So I said, oh, you have the wrong number. <laughs> and then it hit me. The man was like, but you do massage, don't you? I said, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, if you don't come off my phone in five minutes, I'm calling the police. Call her, click. <laughs> and so I threw my business cards away. So that was my lesson number one. You know, as a young woman, having massage on my business cards was not a good idea. It was giving a particular negative connotation. So yeah. then... Uh, I turned it into holistic therapist and I mm-hmm. have not dealt with that since. <laughs> we thank God. So this is why why um um wording is very important. Trust <laughs> me. Number one. Tell them <laughs> wording is very important when you're starting a business. Don't just say anything because you're gonna get the midnight phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> so you started off in um massage therapy. And then mm-hmm. what, how did the other uh, things like aromatherapists and yeah. kinesiology? Okay. So I'm the type of person, like I'm very daring and oh. I, I, I do pay attention when, you know, intuition speaks. And I mm. had, a, um, when I started off as a massage therapist, I wasn't making any money. Don't get it twisted. Like I was like, it was a real at home operation, but I didn't yeah. know how to get it out there and how, how to get where the money was right yeah I thought I thought my responsibility was to let those around me know what I'm doing and it would spread like wildfire and it's not it hasn't been that for me right Mm -hmm. some people have that luck I haven't had that luck yeah so what happened was I was net I used to network a lot give out a lot of business cards and stuff Mm. I thought that would do it but what it actually did was it, it introduced me to a lot of other professionals. And one of the professionals was a girl called, I think her name was Nicolette. And she was French. And we met at an event. And um, she said to me, she was like, what if we just trade um, treatments? Oh, wow. I was, like, I was like, you know, you're right. Because therapists don't have therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah. We treat everybody else. And I really liked her spirit. You know, I don't let any and everybody touch me. But I you really that liked energy. her spirit. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she came to my house. And we used to treat each other. And I can't even remember what she did. But I remember her. And so we would swap treatments. And one day she came and she said, I went to an event and there's this thing called kinesiology and it's something to do with the arm. 
right? Because that's how most people test, especially if they're doing a demonstration. They'll have you in the middle of a room doing something and the ooh and the ah, you know, for the, for the shock value. <laughs> and she said to me, she was like, I think you should study kinesiology. I was like, hmm. girl, I can't even spell it, but okay. I, you know what? There. <laughs> we <laughs> move. How far in, <laughs> how many, how far in your career did this happen? Like, so this was, um, this was before I met my husband. We've been together seven years. So this was about, about nine, 10 years now. Okay. Right. So I, I finished at 19. I finished yeah. the, the first bit with the aromatherapy and everything. Right. Cause yeah. LCBT gives you a good foundational base. Great. They're not just like a beauty college. There's a lot of science involved and a lot right. of studies. So yeah. it was funny. We started out with 24 girls in one class, and by the end, we barely had 12. So because people realized that it was really in depth. So yeah. I had already had the qualifications. Now, when she said kinesiology to me, I said, "All right, I'm gonna keep it in mind." Then a friend of mine had a party in Bournemouth about seven months later, and I went to Bournemouth and I met his sister, and I'd mm. never seen her before. And she sat me down and she's like, Fifi, you should study kinesiology. I said, I didn't even know her, Vanessa. I didn't know her. I didn't know her. And I said to her, I was like, this is the second time I'm hearing this. Mm. Can you please, on this napkin, write down what part I could go and study it? Yeah. And she had studied it. So oh, she wow. wrote down, yeah, so she wrote down, and you know, they, they have a few years on me. They're a few yeah. decades older. This is an older friend of mine. And she wrote down um, the John Logue College of Kinesiology. And I was like, okay. I'm going. You, within a month, I'd made contact and um, I paid for the first, the, the foundation I paid for. And then, yeah. you know, I got my dad to pay for some of the advance and my friend paid for the rest of the advance for me. Because honestly, I couldn't afford it. Like I wasn't doing any business. I had a business, but I wasn't doing yeah. any business. You yeah. Know, the, 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 the most business I was doing was people saying, why are you charging 60 pounds for a massage? Like, can I give you 20? And I actually had somebody that was on my phone. I had somebody that called me so you're not going to give me the massage for 20? I was like, no, go, no. go ask somebody it else. It happens in business, honestly. So how did yeah. you kind of like work through that? Um, so what I learned was a strong no is good enough. Right? Mm. So I said to her, I said, listen, if you can't go upstairs and tell you from the castle by the Chinese people and tell them that you want to shortchange them for whatever you're getting from them, <laughs> don't come to me. Yes. And I had to learn that not all money is good money because, and this is an, um, a thing that I keep, you know, it keeps presenting itself as if to test to see if you've learned the lesson. Yeah. When you do, for me, I could feel sincerity. So for example, there's times when I've given somebody an oil for, because my heart said, give, you know, yeah, like I'll run into supporters. It was great. Listen, I'll run into supporters of mine and I'll be digging in my bag like, here, try this. <laughs> you know and they're like no let me give you money i'm like girl no you use it and tell me how it goes yeah and so that is one thing but it is a completely different thing when somebody comes and wants to pressure you and take advantage of you just hundred percent let me say this i have seen it where somebody has beaten a brand owner down from 180 to 140 and yeah. by the end of it, I'm looking at the brand owner and they're looking at me like, I don't even want this 140 because you have <laughs> devalued me so Yes, much. yes. It's something, a struggle. 
it's like you 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 feel like somebody just stomped on you and i remember saying to somebody who was buying clothes from a brand owner and she was like but can i have a discount but my, meanwhile she's adding stuff yeah yeah you have the money yeah, yeah. but you want a discount and i yeah. said to her i said you are a very unfair person yes so because by the time you're done this brand owner cannot register a profit yeah. Because you just pay for the materials. I said, and she is better than me because I would put all this back on the hanger. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that, something that us entrepreneurs need to, like, have to deal with all the time. People always are either trying to like, get discounts or devalue. Do you think that is because um, they don't see our worth in what we're doing? Or is it just... I've- because it's a it's yeah. it's a preconceived thing that's happening. I think that a part of it is the expectation that as a mm. group, as a group, you know, we owe each other that. Yeah. Um, my perspective is different. I think as a group, I owe you quality. Yeah. Same. Right. 100%. Yeah. I owe you quality as my sister, as my brother. Mm-hmm. I owe you the respect of not selling you, you know, tin tin. you know like a a brick in a tin and saying that this is the biggest thing exactly Um, but I I do not owe you at the expense of my time effort and creativity right and I also believe that that level of entitlement is because you don't understand what you're worth oh say that again at that level of entitlement you do not understand what you are worth Oof. yes girl because when you know that you deserve something your focus shifts from trying to squeeze blood out of a stone to let me reward myself with this thing at which point right at which point there's a pride there there's a pride there like what my sister made this let me where's the purse let me let me yeah and it's good, forget the support, because you know, there's a myth that I'm just supporting your business. When you, when you yeah. think of it like that, there's a lack mentality there. So exactly. it's either you're, you're viewing lack for me or you're viewing lack for yourself, right? Yes. But there's a lack there. You're, you're not yes. supporting my business. When you come to Wellness Parlor, I don't want you to tell me that you want the the gifted oil that is typically 25 i don't want you to tell me mm. that you want to support me with this 10 pound yes you're not supporting me do you understand no. uh-huh. and you don't see the value in the product mm. that you want to get it because let me yes. say this i have been places vanessa where people cleared my table you hear me clear yeah. the t- they're like clear the table Vanessa clear the table and guess what our people are in that category too yeah I did one particular show where this woman came up to me and I think her name was Linda and she looked at my products and I couldn't read her face she was very stoic but she's looking at the products and thing and I just you know said are you okay if you need any help come to me and she just looked at the product looked at the product next thing I know she goes 150 and I was like Pardon? Mind you, I ain't sold nothing that day. I'm sitting there chilling, right? She said 150 and it was because she was buying 150 pounds worth of stuff. She'd already tallied it. And guess what? The next day, 
Vanessa, that was like five o'clock the afternoon on a Sunday yeah. at a Dr. Africa show. God bless the ancestor. Whoa. Monday, one o'clock, I get a notification from my website. She ordered again. Same wow. So in two days, this black woman cleared. Yes. Okay? Because she saw value. I, I saw it. a guy pass me, young guy. And he was like, eh, what's that smell? So he came, you know, my nephew, Sean, did his little spiel. And the guy was like, all right, I'm coming back to you. He came back. He bought 80 pounds worth. All right. The next day, I got another order, 80 pounds worth, because he saw value. If yes. you cannot afford it, no problem. Yes. But to go out there to want to stifle and reduce mm. art mm. Girl. you don't value yourself either because you're just seeing it as a thing that you want to get for cheap preach preach <laughs> preach but just a thing you know it does reflect it reflects and that's why i because i have that knowledge i don't get upset when I see people doing it, and I will happily tell you, oh, oh, you can you give me this for fifteen? I'll say, honey, it's not a bazaar, but thank you. All right, thank you for enjoying my product, but no, the price stands. It stands. Sometimes you have to be very stern with people as well, otherwise, all the time because, because they people learn through osmosis. It's true. And when that, I've seen it, where a brand owner will say, all right, man, you can take it for twenty when yeah. it's forty. The next thing you know. Six people after that person come and hustle and to haggle them down. Yeah. And that person hasn't actually said anything, but energetically, the message has gone out yeah. that you're on sale. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, I got stories. Don't worry about that. Don't we all? We're going to write a book. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> It'll be there entitled, and people will then understand how to work in business and how to deal with people. So what's the most common misconception of holistic health? The most common misconception of holistic health is that as a therapist, you have to be nice to everyone. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. People think that because you're into healing, that you should accept anything. And when they run into me, they recognize that that is wholeheartedly a myth. (laughs) A myth. Because men now play that. <laughs> that is a common misconception. People think that when you're in the arts of healing, or you're, I should say you're a conduit for healing, because mm-hmm. you know people really heal themselves. Yeah. Um, but they think that they can speak to you in any manner. They mm. think that they can. They say, you know, I, I've had people defend my brand because somebody said to them, but it's just aisle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing special about... And I remember Nadine, Chia Phoenix, she said, to, she was relaying this to me. She didn't even know me at the time, but we worked in the same shop. And she said, somebody came up and they, and they had come before. I think she said she saw them before. And then they come back and they looked at the thing. And they were like, I don't understand why it's so expensive. It's just oil. Like, I can make this. And she was like, go on then. <laughs> and then they were like, well, I make oils too. And I don't sell it for this. And she said, yes, but is your presentation like this? Is your packaging Mm. like this? 
Have you taken the time? Are your blends like this? Are your blends like this? Let me tell you something. She read them for filters. She didn't even know me. Okay. (laughs) And she said, because everything is not created equal. And so it doesn't behoove you. Clearly you like it. Can you come back? Exactly. You come back, but now there's conflict there. Yeah. Right. Because you thinking up there. So you ain't understand why me thing up there. And Nadine said, she said, look, you could clearly see that this brand owner takes time mm-hmm. and has thought about every angle of the product. So before you question the validity of the price, you got to take all those things into consideration. First. Yep. Tell it. Tell it. Yeah. So people try you. People try you. I think they try you quicker than most others. Oh, all the time. I yeah. feel like it. And also, do you have people who are kind of conflicted between what it is you do and um, like traditional uh, methods like medicines, like going to the doctors and stuff? Do people kind of question yeah. whether it's going to work? I, yeah. yeah, sure. For me, you know, I don't plan to end up in jail at no time. You know what I mean? So I make it very clear that you consult all your people them if you would like, when you come over here, you're dealing with self. You understand? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not talking about curing nobody and nothing like that. That's not my place. You understand? The results speak for themselves. The clients can use whatever wording they want to, to describe their results. But for me, I am speaking about the relationship that you have with yourself. When you come over here, it is not a substitute for Dr. Jones. Okay. Go to Dr. Mm. Jones, get your allopathic medicine. Okay. But just understand what it does to you. Understand the price that you're going to pay. When you come over here, it is full self accountability. You cannot hide from yourself when you come over here. So the difference between the allopathic (laughs) and the naturopathic medicine is Mm -hmm. yin and yang is outside, right? One looks outside, one looks inside. I'm not telling you, don't go to your doctor because actually they work well together. I believe allopathic medicine is great for emergencies Mm. and for extremities. But when it comes to dealing with self and getting to the root, I believe holistic is the way. So there's no conflict for me. They can work together. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So how would you, I uh, know, first of all, what do you enjoy most about being a holistic therapist? I enjoy being a student to all of my clients. Ooh. Because on, unlike, um, I don't take the perspective of like, you're here for me to teach you. The truth of the matter is, with every client that I see, there is a different combination lock that gets to some of the very same things, right? Mm-hmm. And so I learn so much from treating people. Every time I treat somebody, I am gathering more information for the next person. Every time I go through something, I'm gathering information for the client that's coming after I have my breakthrough. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. So what are three things people should look at, out for when they're choosing the holistic therapist? Energy, mm. number one. I wouldn't suggest you go to somebody that you can't stand. 
and you know that's just my my my, my little inexperienced opinion right <laughs> I, I I wouldn't suggest it. So mm-hmm. from the flip side of that, I'm a type of therapist. I don't take every client, right? Yeah, There's people that come to me that I recognize I can't help you, mm. right? Because energetically, it's not, it's not a good fit because of, sometimes people come so that they can show you, right? No, I don't like that. They, yeah. they want to show you that <laughs> you can't penetrate them. And yeah. I don't have the time to fight you. I got a list of people that's waiting, baby. I don't have the time yes, to fight you. And again, all money isn't good money because it's currency, which is energy again. So yep. first thing is energy. energy. Check the energy of the person. If you do not feel like you want to cooperate with them, don't go to them, please. Yeah. Don't go to them. Um, the second thing is do not be afraid to say something at some point. Mm. Right. So for example, you know, you might just say, well, the person knows what they're doing yeah. and that's yeah. great. But if this person does not have a holistic African perspective mm. on you, they're going to miss things. Okay. Yes. If yeah. they don't take everything into consideration they're going to miss things. And so do not be afraid to say something because that is going to help you to get your better treatment. I yeah. work differently. I could look at you and see certain thing one time. You understand me? And yeah. all my clients say, but how you know? You're spying on me? Why you tell me that? Are you spying on me? <laughs> but that's because I take everything into consideration. But if you go to somebody that is not coming from a holistic African experience, you're going to end up with um sectioned you know results like oh this thing helped but it didn't touch nothing else and that's how you know something is missing and yeah yeah so the third thing would be so we got energy we have you know communication don't be afraid to communicate and the Mm -hmm. third thing would be just look at the level of passion and effort that is there okay Okay. Now that means different things to different people. Like somebody else, somebody who has a stoic mentality, Yeah. the, the, the therapist that they choose, they're probably not going to choose me. Why? Right? Because, because, you know, if you're more like walled off and, and to yourself and secretive, yeah. you know, my energy will probably clash with that. Mm. unless I pique your curiosity that's different but if you're more walled off and stoic you might actually want a therapist that reflects that Mm. which is totally okay you understand because energetically you'll be on a different vibration yes so you know look at the energy look at at the level of effort and intensity that they put into it, whatever that means for you and do not be afraid to communicate. Do not assume that people know. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Girl, you got me thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this is deep. I love it. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. advice would you give to somebody trying to get into holistic health? Uh, the first thing is please make sure that you have a passion and a real interest for it. Don't get into it if you just want a title because, you know, somebody who is really about this life, you know, we go through a lot. Mm. We go through a lot energetically. You know, my husband is, um, oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, my husband is actually 
one of the facilitators of one of the um, treatments that I'm doing now. And he's like, I understand how, how you get a certain way. Like, I understand why you're hungry after treatment. Like, I understand why you're starving after treatment. Like, I understand why, like, the next day you might need to rest a lot. Like, you know, because he's more of an introvert. Yeah. So it's a lot. Mm. You know, but his presence is very necessary for this particular client and yeah. you know so you know god bless a cooperative man he <laughs> he's in on it and he's dedicated to it but he recognizes that there's a, a heavy par- price to pay yeah. to be on the side of the therapist because you're dealing with energy very if, if you don't have a handle on who you are you could be the therapist that is actually projecting things onto your client. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. If you do not have emotional intelligence, somebody might say things that might trigger something from, from when you was young and then all of a sudden you've ushered them into a particular Mm. course of treatment and therapy that might not be for them. I see. I see. So how do you make sure that you like, how do you make sure that your clients are emotionally capable to handle the process? Okay. So the first thing I do is warn them that, you know, there will be explosions after they come to me because, you know, the work that I do is very organizing. Yeah. And so if your life is chaotic in any way, and you mightn't think it's chaotic, but once you begin to align bombs start to go off because people begin to protest Mm -hmm. your alignment because how dare you change things you understand yes so (laughs) it's like the first thing i warn them is that don't think i say to them listen it gonna be easy for you but those around you it's a different story it's easy for you because you're here with me and Mm -hmm. we do the work so when you leave it's seamless it's Mm -hmm. seamless you ain't nothing you got for oh lord no when you leave and we've had certain realizations during the the process and Mm -hmm. i'm called to do certain things then once you leave the change has begun right but those around you mightn't take it the same way 100 percent. i could i i definitely feel that yeah it's true different energies now after you're finding yourself it's not people have to accept that they're not like emotionally ready to kind of handle this new person that you have yeah. become. Yeah. And I think that it's a lot too. I'm very careful because um, as I said, I don't take every, every case. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a lot to expect people to understand. And so that's why with my clients, you know, I make sure that they understand that the only person needs to understand is you mm. Things will fall into place. Yeah, it fall into place. Even if it means things falling away, it is okay. Hold mm. on to yourself. I love that. I love that. So, what what type of qualities do you think makes a good holistic therapist? Um, I think it it varies because people vary, mm-hmm. right? So it varies. Um, but as a whole, you want somebody that is emotionally intelligent. So again, their stuff doesn't bleed into yours. Mm-hmm. and you don't get railroaded yes i've seen it happen i've corrected it a lot 
a lot, a lot, a lot where somebody is like, but I don't know how I ended up here because I didn't go in for that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was the therapist. Yeah. Right. So um, I think be, be in tune with yourself, first of all, as a holistic therapist, it is very important that you know who you are because you're dealing with energy and you can end up being pulled downstream. Mm. If you don't have the ability to hold on to yourself. Yeah. I think somebody who listens well, and I think somebody whose intention is to get the client where they need to be. Yeah. Not notice. I didn't say give them what they want Two completely different things, because as we spoke about before, head and body are disconnected. Yes. Yes. You want might not be what you need. Mm. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, my one of my last questions are um, is off the cuff type of questions, but women mm. are often criticized for that, like for not having it all or not being able to balance. How do you balance being a holistic therapist, this business with the wellness parlor, having a family as well, being a great wife? You know, how do you like, do you think women can have it all, first of all? I absolutely believe women can have it all. Addendum, not at the same time. Okay, go for it. Okay, so uh, there's no such thing as balance. Doesn't exist. Nope, 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 nope. Let them, because otherwise you're going to be the juggler with all the broken plates on the floor. No such thing as balance. Now, (laughs) I had to learn that the hard way after stressing myself out okay what (laughs) i have found is that time management is more important than the idea of balance oh that's a good one yeah because i think you know when we say certain things it creates an image right so when you think balance it done brings stress already because you're like this guy and that 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 you look like one of hindu goddesses with enough arms you understand you're just Right? No, 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 no. From what I have learned, I have a daily planner. Yeah. It's called the High Performance Planner. Oh. And it breaks, it, it, it has this, this element that's called the morning mindset. Okay. And in the morning mindset, it asks you a question like, what is the word that you'd like to be today? So you could choose, Ooh. right? You might, you might say curious, you might say yeah. productive, you might say this and that. It includes things like, who would you like to show appreciation to today? So it's not just self-motivated. There's at least an element of other. Now, what I have found is on my most successful day so far, I've I've completed 15 items off of my list. One five, right? Yeah. So you can tell alignment was high that day. Very. Yeah, I didn't do it in a stressful manner either. Okay? I remembered my why. I was like, why am I doing this? And then I just tick, 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 hit, 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 hit. Now, what I had to do was to make sure that when I'm doing one thing, mm-hmm. I complete the one thing and then I move on to the next thing. you move on. And that's usually a struggle. And then that's I, why the balance is a myth. Yeah, I like because that. Balance means your mind is always on something else. And for me... Listen, I'm already intense. I'm intense with people. So you could imagine the intensity on myself. 
Yes, yes. I am, I am very high, high performing and I have yeah. high expectations for myself, but I don't want it to come at the expense mm-hmm. of my health or my relationship. So I create time. Mm. I create time, okay? In the morning, I have my morning yeah. routine. It lasts half an hour. I do my gratitude journal. I have my mantras that I say. And then I hit my high performance planner. After that, yeah. anything else can happen during the day. That's and true. I just keep touching base. You know, my husband works from home. He's actually upstairs. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So he, he has the luxury of working from home, which is excellent. Now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm an annoying wife. So I would want to be on him like a squid you know oh, oh, you, oh you got um you need to be there connected i love it right but 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 what i'm recognizing is as much as i loved it i was using it as a distraction to not get my stuff done and as a self-soothing mm-hmm. mechanism we do that a lot self-sabotaging yeah it's self-soothing and self-sabotaging so what i would do now i would just run up and check on him and then i head back to my stuff Okay, yes. you touch base, touch base to keep the relationship going. It is not that yeah. difficult if you have an understanding in the beginning. Okay, mm, give us the gems. Yes, it's not that difficult. So, in the beginning, you know, we always said we would put each other first, we would handle each other with care, you know, don't disrespect one another, them type of things. So, now seven years in, we're really living on what we started in the first six months. I love that. There hasn't been some big uprooting and change except for getting married and moved in. That's it. You yeah. understand? Because we, we, we made an agreement and thank God we both value agreements. So we stick to the agreement, right? So every now and then, he going to send me some random message talking about, you know, I love you, girl. Oh. You know saying? And I'll be right in the house right in the house you know (laughs) no but that's cute how do you keep that these are the type of tools that you need to advise people to keep it going because i think people have a misconception that if you do a business um or you you're firmly in your career that you kind of lose some sort of idea of home you know you're not able to manage your home or keep your the relationship alive so these things are really important You, you let me say this it is extremely um, easy to end up in that category. And don't get it twisted. I have fallen off at times. Yep. Having we all. But the issue is that, you know, as, as women, sometimes when we fall off or when we're overwhelmed, we can become very masculine in our element. That's what in it. Yeah. So, so then if you have somebody at home, you know, you can't wear his testes for earrings, babe, and expect him to be still masculine. Like, it doesn't yeah. work like that. And so this is why it's important that you get all the help that you need with what you're doing so that you are still saving something for yes. that. And that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot run yourself down because, you know, yes, we have access to unlimited energy. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. However... I think we think that that unlimited energy is here and it's yes. not. You have yes. access to it. It's not there. And so yes. you still have to be careful how you prioritize and portion out your energy because you 100%. will have nothing left for the relationship. Yes. 
You're right. I know. I've been like a serial person when it comes to that. Um, <laughs> so that's really good. So in terms of the wellness parlor, what's next? Okay. So the next thing is I'm going to be starting our YouTube channel soon. Yay! And so I've been... People have been telling me that I should be a YouTuber since I used to work for Christian Dior. Like, they're like, you're funny. Like, I'd be doing makeup and stuff, and they're like, you should do YouTube. And at first, I thought that they were trying to set me up to get me fired. Like, if I said yes, I'm so suspicious. You know, I like crime TV a lot, so I'm suspicious of everything. I've met you, you are hilarious, and you have good yeah. energy. Yes, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm creating my content schedule for that as we speak because I want to bring value but I still want to be myself I don't want to be too 100%. you know ugh, stiff up yeah. a lift um also we have some products that will be launching slowly but surely I have an oil coming out it's going to be um an internal oil oh uh, uh, because a lot of people aren't eating enough good fat so I've created this seven wonders <laughs> cold press oil that helps with everything. So like I got a lot of um, thingies about my nails oh, and, and my said, skin. Oh, there's a your nails? Yes. Look, 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 look. Eh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I need this. I need this. Yeah, so I'm going to come out with that very soon. Um, I'm getting my email marketing together. These are the things that I'm delegating now. Um, Great. So that I can keep a hold of my wellness parlor family that I already have and yes. you know, give them the value. Because for a lot of times, because I did shows a lot, I did yeah. prioritize the online stuff. And so now, yeah. well, I decided in December, actually, that I wasn't going to do a lot of shows this year because a lot of the ones that I did last year were dubbed. But they were great experience, but I wasn't going to yeah. do So I'd already yeah. decided pre-Rona exactly. that I wasn't going to repeat the things that I did. So, um, yeah. yeah, we're going to focus more on tightening the online structure and That's making really sure really that important. we have more value, you know? There's a lot of things that people could be doing at home. Like, my whole thing is to empower the person. Like... I love that you, you come to me and you get that energy, no problem. But what happened to the people that I have in Australia, New Zealand, Japan? You know what I mean? Like, they mm -hmm. need something, too. They need access to me, too. No, that's 100% true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm so excited for it. So what are your top products that people can buy at the moment? From the okay, so... The I know, I've, that... I've had some. They're amazing. So... <laughs> I didn't Which come one? back because I just I, I weren't ready for it because I'd be sleeping and drifting off, girl. And then this <laughs> gifted one, and then I must have put something directly on my skin. I had to read on your website. I was like, why did I do that? But yeah, girl, those products are amazing. So, Thank what you. are your top three products? Your top three sellers at that. Period? All right. So the top three sellers at the you moment. Now it's funny they are seasonal. Okay. So um. September to January slash February, the mm -hmm. things that go the most are the sleep oil and mm. the grief release because people want to hibernate. It's, life. it's so funny. It is it's so, so life. Funny. No, people no, it's life. <laughs> no, no, no. I do. I, I literally did when I had. I, I did. You know what? I had because you'd given it to me around December, and I think yes. it wasn't until January that I was like, you know what? Fifi actually said that sometimes.
stuff that happened like grief and the particular part so then I started using it I hibernated I needed it I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah and when you see you have that reaction you know it's the beauty of the oils is that I make them for one thing but they serve so many purposes for my clients mm-hmm. because I have clients that they used to use like I have one client Sarita she's like my number one client for grief release mm-hmm. and she used to use it all the time to sleep yeah. all the time she would use yeah. it at, she would use it at work to keep her because you know the grief release is about support emotional support yes, right yes. so she would use it all the time. And it's funny because now her life has changed and love oh. has entered. And guess what? Now she's transitioning to the gifted. Oh. Because she's in a new phase. So a new- the grief is released. So now yes. she can move on to the gifted. Okay. Yeah. So the oil. I would be putting that grief here when I get anxiety. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoever I need to. Yeah. 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 But- that's what they're there for remember mother nature is is used to alleviate a lot of things so i make it for one thing and that's great but these oils really have a mind of their own and they really get terraformed to whoever uses them so people find their own reason like i have um you know clients now she's telling me how she's putting like the sleep oil in her lotion and everything all day but not to sleep but it's soothing her You know, my dad uses the sleep oil in his car because he's so high strung. It actually just helps to calm him down. It doesn't put him to sleep. And so the one, yeah, the oils, they terraform. They terraform, right? Based on who's using them. So it's really up to you. I just suggest you use them however you feel. So the ones that people love, um, the face oil. Yeah. A lot of men love the face oil. (laughs) Really? What? The face oil seems to be the galarushmi, you know? So when they use the face oil, all the women are like, ooh, what's that smell? Because that the smell. face oil... Yes. Yeah. The face oil has five roses in it. That's it, right? No, five... Three roses, sorry, and baobab. Right. And so the face oil, it deals with self-forgiveness. Ooh. And I was just there doing... Listen, <laughs> it's fine because it's an aromatherapy. So it's, it's dealing mm. with you on many levels. The mm. rose is very good for the skin. Excellent for hyperpigmentation. Yeah. Great for if you have acne, rose is a natural astringent. It draws things out and it heals as well if you Yay. have scars. You know, I yeah. have a client that she's an actress on, um, in the West End. Yeah. And she has scars and she just, I think she's on her third bottle now. Really? Because she said it's smoothing. She said it's smoothing out all them mm-hmm. old, you know, acne yeah. scars and things like that. And so the face oil, right now, face oil, grief, and gifted are the ones that are running. But as we go, as it gets colder, sleep, sleep comes into play because people want to hibernate. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So my yeah. last question to you is, what does being a visionary mean to you? So what is being a visionary visionary yeah well okay. i'd say in the french way but yeah in vision- oh yes okay <laughs> yes all right the visionaire yeah all right. so being a visionaire <laughs> to me means that you are able to find something that is not seeable or visible to others mm. and you enlighten you shine light on that 
right? And you yeah. bring that to the forefront. So it could be the same thing as what everybody else is, is doing, but you're able to look at it in a different way and bring a different perspective to it. Yeah. So for example, one of my all-time favorite people is Supercent on Instagram. I follow <laughs> her all the time. And it's because I've seen her go from selling t-shirts to selling chargers to selling CDs to mm. now her company does more than 20 million a year and she's oh, on her third year. Love it. She's doing her makeup. Now, the reason that her thing is so successful is because number one, people love her personality. Yeah. But also number two, she came at makeup from a different perspective. So she came at it with literally a motif of for the amateur makeup user. So it's like the brushes look like HB pencils. Oh, I love that. Right? Like she, she has a palette called the MacBook as in as MacBook, sorry, as in the, you know, them Oxford notebooks that yeah, you yeah, used to have yeah. to write it. So it comes from like a school supplies oh, I love perspective. That. Right now, somebody would have said, somebody would have said, don't do makeup. Everybody doing makeup. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) It's working. She did did the makeup, but from a different perspective. And she said something that was very poignant. She said, we can all sell the same thing and be millionaires because people cannot, they can't buy from only big companies. You assume these big companies have the market locked. You don't know. There's a lot of people that would rather buy from you or me. Yeah, exactly. And it's better. You know? mm-hmm. it's, it's better. People feel like they have more of a relationship. Like, you don't know exactly. who owns L'Oreal. You, you can't, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tune into their Instagram and say hi and exactly. like that. And so for me, you know, being a visionary is to be able to look at something that is already there and put a new spin on it because there's nothing new under the sun. What I am doing is extremely niche, but is it new? No. But it's the way no. you've done it. The, the... It's the way you bring it out. It's how you bring mm. it to the people. This is ancient African, you know, there's methodologies you applied in a new way. I love that. That's all. It's, it ain't nothing new because I'm sure there's a bush doctor somewhere that could beat my blends in a heartbeat. I'm so sure he would humble me to the ground if he just, oh, take this, take this, take this. But guess what? We don't have access to him. And then his clients don't have access to me. It's true. You see it. There you go. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Where can I find you online? Okay, so first of all, Vanessa, it is always my pleasure. Oh. I'm actually supposed to be on a hiatus, y'all. Look, Vanessa done dragged me out, champ. She dragged me out. I'm so humbled. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been saying no left or right. Here come Vanessa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. When you said that, I was like, girl, I'm not even going to message you back before you tell me no. I'm just going to wait. But first day, because I know if I pick up the phone, she's going to give me, she's going to tell me to change it up. No, nope, I'm just no, going to no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I would never. I love it. Thank you so much, Vanessa. As always, you are a light. You know, mm-hmm. there is nothing but success for you. Amen. You know, the, the, the millions is coming. You got all the zeros, girl. The one is catching up, honey. Best. It's catching. The one is on its way, babe. Don't yeah. fight up. Because let me say this. The quality of what you offer 
the quality of what you offer, it will take time for people to understand. Ooh, thank you, girl. What you do is very exclusive. It is not for everybody. And yeah. that is okay, okay? That yeah. is okay. You got your people, you got your niche. Oh, you expand on that. You stop are it. doing a phenomenal, a phenomenal job. Man, stop. No, man, stop. No, you no, no. Keep doing going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> a phenomenal job. Listen, you are doing a phenomenal job. You have your own vision of what things should be like for you. You have your own vision of what it is that you want to put out there as a young woman who is doing this. Thank I'll you. tell you, I appreciate you. You know oh. why? Because one of the things that I know, there's three top things I look for whenever I associate myself with anybody. And I don't attach myself to people, right? Yeah. But when it comes to like mutual respect and things like that, yeah. over the years I have learned, particularly last year, mm-hmm. the first thing that I look for is people who are innovative. Yeah. There are times that I have left organizations and things where I was making money, but they refused to innovate. So I didn't stay. Fail. Mm. You understand? Yeah. They're just doing what making money and that's it. They ain't thinking yeah. about future. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You are an innovator oh, because you. you, you are able to pivot quickly. Thank you. You do what is right. You do what is necessary. Okay, and you want things done at a high level. Ah, I understand. I understand. I see your vision. Okay. The second thing about you is that you have a standard and a quality. I love that. People are gonna want to make you feel a way about that. Tell them to kick rocks and jump off a cliff. And I mean therapeutically speaking. Yes. Therapeutically (laughs) speaking, of course, right? You have yes. to have a standard for yourself because people will walk all over you. I appreciate that. The third thing is you're a great communicator. Thank you. That is a skill. It is not necessarily something that you have to be born with or whatever, but you communicate very well. And Thank so I know it's only up from here because the more you do what you do, the better you get at what you do mm-hmm. and the more solid you become the more confident you become the more you understand the more you 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 step hard instead of stepping soft yes okay i, so I just want to put that out there you know we're gonna put we're gonna put some music to this little piece and put yeah. it as meditation for you you just put this in every night you know no, what i need it i we need put it. some dolphin music the in the background <laughs> I need trust me because i think sometimes it is about, even though people see me doing a lot of things, sometimes that doubt does come in my, to my head, kind of like um, imposter syndrome as well. And because my need, and um, you know, my why is, or my purpose rather, is to help other people, it yeah. sometimes get conflicted um, in myself. And like, am I doing the work? Am I good yeah. enough? And stuff like yeah. that. So thank you. I think it's only natural that those questions come because it's a testament to growth, right? If you don't have that, in, um, that ability to assess yourself and hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable, I don't want you to think about those things as a bad thing. It's just when it festers, that's when it becomes a problem. But yeah. when they come, if you're able to answer yourself sincerely, you recognize that they go, don't they? Yes. If you can say to yourself, yes, what I'm doing, yeah, this is it, this is it, this is it. It's really just self 
testing yeah. to see if you're on the right path. If you told me that you didn't have that, I might think that there's some psychosis. <laughs> so that is natural do not be so hard on yourself please because let me say this to you the harder you are on yourself the more you dim your creativity the thicker you make your physical body the world is already judging you and i know you feel it anyway because you know sometimes you'll be feeling you'll be like somebody talking about me i know i feel like you're speaking to my spirit right now because i'm looking sideways like where's fifi (laughs) she here Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah, the world, let me say this, there's people in the world that it's their job to scrutinize you and that is okay, okay? And it might be because they just don't meld with your spirit, which is fine. It might be because actually they do meld with your spirit and they wonder, why are you doing this and I can't? That's a story for another day, right? But sometimes it's genuine dislike, in which case I don't even know why if you dislike somebody, you would still be on their platform or something like that. And so... People have their own stuff. But what I'm saying to you is you ain't got to worry about the judgment and the scrutiny. It will come. You're dealing with people. And so do not bring it in on yourself because the lesson that I learned about two months ago is why am I helping those energies to do their job on me? I am weakening my spirit. Yes. For why? Yes. Okay. So I just need you to understand the self-inquiry will come. The questions will come. Do not get bogged down by it. But you and I need to talk anyway, because I see you moving like a bullet train out here. And, you know, there's a couple things that you need to get in alignment. We go and deal with. Yes. So you can catch me, Fifi DeFreitas, at wellnessparlor.com. That's two L's and two S's, parlor.com. You can find all my products there. You can find us on Facebook. And on Instagram as well. Although I am on hiatus, I'll be coming off at some point when the spirit says yes. When the spirit says yes. Thank you so much, Fifi. I so appreciate you. I, I appreciate your light, your, your wisdom and your gifts. Guys, thank you everyone. Listen, follow, subscribe. You'll see all the details. Until next time. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.